I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. Today we're talking about hormones and what they do in your body. Now, many people mistake hormones as just being part of the reproductive system, but the truth is they play a major role in our bodies. Now, hormone therapy is very complex. We're going to get a little complicated today, so pay attention. Uh, if I lose you, this show is going to be on my website, drjoe.com. You can go back and listen to it again. But most of you are smart enough to handle this. I know you are, but if, if I do get a little off track or I lose you a little bit, just go listen to the show again. First, what we know about hormone imbalances. Hormone imbalances occur when there's too much or too little of a hormone in the blood. Because of their essential role in the body, even small hormonal imbalances can, ca can cause side effects throughout the body. You don't use a lot of hormones, so remember this, and that's why it's such a delicate balance, and you don't want to mess with it. Hormones are chemicals that are produced in the endocrine glands. It's called the endocrine system. Now, hormones travel through the bloodstream, <clears throat> to the tissues, and to the organs, and they deliver messages that tell the organs what to do and when to do it. Now, hormones are important for regulating most major body functions. So a hormone imbalance can affect a wide range of bodily functions. Now, hormones regulate a lot of things. So I'm going to go through a list of what the hormones regulate. Metabolism and appetite, heart rate, sleep cycles, reproductive cycles, sexual function, uh, general growth and development, mood and stress levels, body temperature. Now, men and women alike can be affected by imbalances in things like insulin, which is a hormone, steroids, growth hormones, adrenaline. Women may also experience imbalances in estrogen and progesterone levels, while men are more likely to see imbalances in testosterone levels. Everyone experiences periods of hormonal imbalance at certain points in their life. At certain points in their life, it's just the way the body works. But these can occur when the endocrine glands are not functioning properly and be uh, worse. When I say worse, it could be emotional, it could be physical, uh, it could be uh, uh, mental. A lot of these imbalances can show up in the body, and when they happen, sometimes you think, well, it just happened. Well, it might be hormone imbalance, and we're going to talk about what to do about that. Now, symptoms associated with more common hormonal imbalances include, there's a bunch, unexplained weight loss, unexplained weight gain, excessive sweating, difficulty sleeping, changes in sensitivity to heat or cold, very dry skin or dry rashes on the skin, uh, changes in blood pressure, changes in heart rate, brittle bones, weak bones, uh, changes in blood sugar concentration, irritability and anxiety, unexplained long-term fatigue, increased thirst. How about depression, headaches? You need to go to the bathroom, more or less, bloating, changes in appetite, reduced sex drive, thinning hair, infertility, puffy face, blurred vision, uh, bulging in the neck, that could be a thyroid issue, uh, breast tenderness, deepening of the voice in females. So these are all causes, these are all problems that could be caused by hormonal imbalances. And chances are I hit on one or two of those that you said, wait a minute, that's me. I have those problems. Well, it might be hormones, it might be other things as well. But the hormones control, again, everything. Now, everyone's going to experience uh, natural periods of hormone imbalances and fluctuations, but hormone imbalances can also occur when the endocrine glands are not functioning properly. Endocrine glands are the glands that produce the hormones. Endocrine glands are specialized cells that produce, store, and release hormones into the blood. 
Now, there's several endocrine glands lo located throughout the body and in, in different parts of the body and different organs, like the adrenal glands. If you've listened to my show before, I talk a lot about the adrenal glands. The adrenal glands produce over 50 different uh, hormones or hormone functions. Uh, the gonads, which are the testicles and the ovaries, the pineal gland, the pituitary gland, the hypothalamus, the thyroid and the parathyroid glands, which are in the throat, the pancreas. Pancreas does a lot of things. You've heard me talk a lot about the pancreas in the past. Now, a lot of medical conditions are known to impact several uh, endocrine glands, or sometimes just one or two. Certain lifestyle habits and environmental factors may also play a role in hormonal imbalances. So what you do and how you live your life can have an effect on the hormones. That's what I try to get across. If you have a genetic problem, you've got to be more careful. Sometimes we need drugs. Sometimes we need surgery. I'm not against that. But if you change your lifestyle, many of these problems are going to get better. If they don't, we can always go to the next step. I always teach, and I have been for 30 plus years, start out with the least invasive, most effective treatment for whatever the condition is. We can always go up. I would say chiropractic first, drugs second, and surgery last. So in cases like this, we might want to add chiropractic. We might want to add uh, nutrition. We might want to add supplements. Work on balancing the hormones, changing your lifestyle. If that doesn't work, then we can go to hormone replacement therapy. Maybe you have to go to surgery. But let's start out slow. It's a whole lot less expensive. It's a whole lot more effective in most cases. And a whole lot less long-term damage occurs when we start out slow. Let's not go right to the end game when it comes to anything, especially hormones. So what are you doing? Or what is your life doing that can cause hormonal imbalances? How about chronic and extreme stress? How many people have that? Raise your hands. A lot of you do. I know you do. Type 1 and type 2 diabetes hyperglycemia, hypoglycemia, that's too much blood sugar or too little blood sugar, underactive thyroid gland, overactive thyroid gland, over or underproduction of parathyroid hormone, which the parathyroids are an organ around the thyroid, and they control calcium balance. Uh, poor diet and nutrition, of course, that's a biggie that you have control over. Being overweight, most cases you have control over that too. Hormonal replacement from birth control medications. A lot of birth control pills, uh, sometimes I feel they're used because the doctors don't know what else to do. Here, take some birth control pills. You have a heavy period. You have mood swings. You have an, uh, uh, emotional issues. You have uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Let's just take some birth control pills. Well, maybe you need them, but maybe you don't. Let's try to get to the cause. Abuse of steroids. Uh, solitary thyroid nodules. Little, little growth that grow in nodule. Pituitary tumors. That's in the brain. Cushing syndrome which is a condition that causes high level of hor the hormone cortisol. Addison's disease, low levels of cortisol. Benign tumors and cysts that can affect the function of the glands. It's not cancer, but it can affect how the, how the glands work. Congenital adrenal hyperplasia, which is low levels of cortisol. Endocrine gland injury. Uh, you can injure the glands themselves. Severe allergic reactions or infections. Cancers that involve the endocrine gland. Chemotherapy, radiation, iodine deficiency. This is a biggie. Most people are deficient in iodine, and most people never even think of iodine as a supplement. So where do we get iodine from? Well, what happened was years ago, uh, someone in charge, whoever that person was, realized that uh, people that lived inside the United States, like a, a, in the farmlands of the United States and the plains, they started to develop goiters. The thyroid got bigger. Now, the way an organ works is if it's not working properly, traditionally it gets bigger. The heart, the lung, uh, not the lungs, the pancreas. Um, and so as the thyroid got bigger, we realized it was an iodine deficiency. So that's when we came up with the idea of iodizing the one thing that everybody uses in the country, which is what? Salt. So that's why you see salt with iodine in it. It's just enough iodine 
to prevent you from getting a goiter and getting a disease. It's not even a good kind of iodine. It's a cheap iodine. But it seemed to prevent goiters, and so we put it in the salt. The best source of iodine is going to come from sea vegetables, like seaweeds. This is why in places that are closer to the ocean, and even fish can have some iodine in it, not a lot, they have less goiters than on the interior because they're eating seafood or they're getting exposure to sea vegetables. In Japan, they get a lot of iodine. Why? They eat a lot of seaweeds. When I created my supplements, and if you've listened to the show before, my two favorite supplements are Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. And that's the minimum supplements everybody should take every day. And one of the ingredients I put in both of them were sea vegetables because most people are deficient in iodine. And by putting the sea vegetables in there, it allows you to get the natural form of iodine that your body needs. Iodine deficiency, very important. Every cell in the body needs iodine, but for some reason, we just don't consider it important. I wish we did. Other things that can cause hormone imbalances, hereditary issues, uh, Turner syndrome. This is females with only one functioning X chromosome. Uh, anorexia, uh, phytoestrogens, naturally occurring plant estrogens found in things like soy products. Now, you have to take a lot of them to affect the hormones, but they can do that. Exposure to toxins. This is the one I've talked about time and time again. Pollutants, endocrine disrupting hormones, including pesticides, herbicides, plastic, air fresheners, uh, new car smell, deodorants, hairsprays, uh, shampoos, anything that has a fake smell in it. Many times those things are called phthalates and they're endocrine disrupting hormones. They mess with the endocrine system and your hormones. Women naturally experience several periods of hormonal imbalance throughout their lives, like puberty, menstruation, pregnancy, childbirth, breastfeeding, uh, perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause. So women are really being bombarded with hormone imbalances everywhere you look. Women are also at the risk of developing different types of hormonal imbalance disorders, and usually more than men, because they have different endocrine organs and different cycles. Medical conditions causing irregular hormone imbalances in women. We're covering women, we're going to cover men in just a second. Polycystic ovarian syndrome, it's called PCOS. Hormone replacement therapy, we've talked about that. Birth control pills. Early menopause, primary ovarian insufficiency, the ovaries just aren't working. Ovarian cancer. Symptoms of hormonal imbalance in women include things like heavy or irregular periods, osteoporosis, hot flashes, night sweats, vaginal dryness. This is a very big one among women that are postmenopausal. And so their estrogen levels drop, their testosterone levels drop, the dryness occurs, and they don't want to have uh, intimacy. Now, there's ways around that. We're going to talk about that in just a second. You can do it from a medication standpoint. You could also do it naturally. We're going to talk about that in a second. How about breast tenderness, indigestion, constipation, diarrhea, acne right before their menstrual cycle? How many women have that? Big problem. Uterine bleeding not associated with menstruation. Increased hair growth on their face, their chin, their back. Infertility, weight gain, thinning or hair loss, skin tags, uh, or abnormal growths. We covered this the other day in one of my shows. If you see skin tags popping up and they're yellow, especially around the eyes, that can be a sign of high cholesterol levels. So if you see somebody with these skin tags, and, they, and it could, it's, it's, it's especially around the eyes, you might want to get them to the doctor and get their cholesterol checked. If the cholesterol is high, we can always address it by giving you medication or... Better yet, why don't we find out why you have high cholesterol, and then hopefully we can treat the cause of the problem, not just treat the symptoms. And as a chiropractor, my team of doctors and I, that's what we do all day, every day. We try to get to the cause of your problems and not just treat the symptoms. So everything we're talking about today, I'm going to give you tips on how to get to the cause. Uh, for women, deepening voice, uh, clitoral enlargement, hormone imbalances in men. Men also experience natural periods of hormone imbalances during their lifetime. 
And natural causes of imbalances in men could be puberty, aging. Men also are at the risk of developing hormonal imbalances uh, different than women because they have different endocrine cycles and different endocrine glands. Medical conditions that can cause problems in men, prostate cancer, hypogonadism, which is low testosterone, the testicles are smaller. Symptoms of hormonal imbalances in men, again, a lot less than with women. Reduced sex drive, erectile dysfunction, low sperm count, reduced muscle mass, re a reduced body hair growth, overdevelopment of breast, breast tissue, it's called gynecomastia, where men actually start to develop breasts, breast tenderness, osteoporosis. Now, treatment for hormonal imbalances may vary depending on the cause. Each person may require different types of treatment. Now, to ease the symptoms but not treat the cause, this is what's very popular. We're going to talk about that now. Getting to the symptoms but not getting to the cause. And sometimes you have to get to the symptoms. Treatment options for women that are not treating the cause but the symptoms. Uh, hormonal birth control. For those who are not trying to get pregnant, medications containing forms of estrogen and progesterone can regulate irregular cycles. Uh, people can take birth control medications uh, such as the pill, the patch, the shot, or the IUD. Now, when it comes to birth control, I get this question a lot. Dr. Joe, what would you recommend? Because I'm not a fan of the chemicals that go into the body, like birth control pills, and now they have a male birth control pill they're working on as well, I'm not a fan of this because it throws off the hormones. I would rather look at the barrier methods. So the barrier methods would be the condom, uh, would be the IUD, and also uh, the, uh, the cervical cap. Those might work. Now, with the cervical cap of the diaphragm, you usually use a spermicide, which is a chemical. Um, but with a, uh, an IUD, it's actually inserted into the uterus, and it prevents the eggs from ever implanting into uterine wall. So if you had to pick one, if I had to pick one, I'd probably recommend the IUD. Now, be careful with the IUD. The older ones, they could rupture into the uterus and get into the body and cause problems. The newer ones seem to be much better. If you ask me, and again, it's your choice. What you do is up to you. Don't say Dr. Joe said this. They have some with hormones in them and some without. I would recommend the ones without. And then also, when it comes to birth control, chart. Chart when your um, cycle is. Women are only fertile about for maybe a day or two a month, really, maybe three days. So what I tell people is figure out the day you're going to ovulate. Go three days forward and three days back. And in that time period, be extra, extra, extra careful if you're not trying to make a baby. If you are trying to make a baby, that's when you want to try making a baby. So again, it takes a little bit of work on your part. You have to cycle. You know, what you do is you go, you start your menstrual cycle. And when your next menstrual cycle starts, you start getting your, your pattern. Okay, I have a 28-day cycle, 29-day cycle. From the day when you start your menstrual cycle, count back 14 days. That's usually when a woman is going to ovulate. Now we have temperatures you can take. Uh, you can take thermometers and try to find out when you're ovulating. And then you can either actively try to get pregnant or actively prevent trying to get pregnant. Always try to prevent getting pregnant if you don't want a baby, but that's the time you really got to pay attention. So once again, when it comes to hormone cycles, if you're taking birth control pills, that can cause a hormone imbalance. Uh, vaginal estrogen issues. People who experience vaginal dryness associated with changes in estrogen levels can apply creams that contain estrogen directly into the vaginal tissue, and that'll help reduce the symptoms. They can also use estrogen tablets and rings to reduce estrogen dryness, or instead of putting a hormone into the body, if there's a vaginal dryness, you can use coconut oil, extra virgin organic coconut oil, which has a lot less chemicals and is actually okay for you. So you got to be careful. A lot of these creams and lubricants that we use oftentimes have endocrine disrupting hormones in them, which is very ironic because here you are, you have a hormone imbalance, which is why you need the creams and the lubricants, 
And now you're taking these chemicals, which actually make the problem worse. So just be careful. Hormone replacement medications. Medications are available to tempor temporarily reduce severe symptoms associated with menopause, such as hot flashes or night sweats. There's anti-androgen medications. These are medications that predominantly block male sex hormones and can help limit severe acne and excessive hair growth. But once again, you're messing with the hormone balance. I'd rather try to fix the hormone imbalance. Uh, reproductive uh, technology like in vitro fertilization may be used to help those with PCOS complications to get pregnant. Now, if you go to our website, drjoe.com, listen to our show we did on men's health and find out why 50% of men in this country could be considered sterile because their sperm counts are so low. We covered that extensively in our male, uh, our, our male health issue, uh, show. You might want to catch that show if you want a little bit more. We did one on men, one on women as well. Now we're doing hormones for both. Natural remedies. People have used supplements uh, to treat hormonal balances for thousands of years. Folks, we're not new at this game. However, there are no natural remedies that have been consistently proven in clinical studies to treat hormonal imbalances and their cause Aside from lifestyle changes, that's the thing we have to look at. Stop putting the toxins in your body. Start putting good foods in your body. Put high-quality nutrients in your body. Chiropractic care works great in cases like this. How does chiropractic care work? Every organ in the body, whether it's an endocrine gland or your heart, your lungs, your liver, your spleen, are all controlled by nerves. So if a bone in the spine moves out of place, it can pinch a nerve. And if you pinch a nerve, one of the symptoms you might have is pain. However, 90% of your nerves don't feel pain. You can have a pinched nerve and not know it. So what do I mean you don't have a, a pain? You don't feel your blood pressure. It's controlled by nerves. You don't feel your uh, estrogen levels. Controlled by nerves. You don't feel your spleen, your kidneys. Uh, you don't feel your hormone imbalances. Controlled by nerves. You might see the symptoms, but you don't feel estrogen. So what we do in our office, we check the spine, and we check the nerves to see if they're going to the organs, and that's affecting the organs. Then we look at the person's diet, your diet, hopefully when you're a patient, we'll go over your diet as well, and put together a protocol of good eating. And then we look at your digestive system. Are you absorbing your nutrients? Do you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation? We may have to go in and check to see if the organs are working. And many times we can actually adjust or manipulate or massage, let's say the stomach, pull it down away from the diaphragm so it comes out of spasm. There's a valve called the ileocecal valve between your small and large intestine. And if it's spasm shut, you may have constipation. If it's stuck open, you might have diarrhea. So there's a lot of issues that can be fixed physically, not chemically. And I believe this is the shortcoming in healthcare right now. And it's gonna change because everything I've ever talked about in the past 30 years comes around. We've gotta get the spine working, gotta get the digestive system working, gotta get the diet right, and you gotta get you on the right supplements. So if we can get the chemistry right and get the nerves working and get the digestive system working, the body has the capability to heal itself. Unfortunately, in modern healthcare, we always go to the end game. What chemical can I put in my body? And sometimes you need that. But I'd rather try it without that if we can and see if we can get it fixed. So let's talk about some supplements. Uh, supplements commonly used for a reduction of symptoms associated with hormonal imbalances. Let's talk about some that I've seen work very well. Black cohosh red clover, evening primrose oil. These are used for hot flashes caused by menopause. Sometimes we have to try different ones to see what's gonna work. Ginseng for irritability, anxiousness, sleep disturbances, all these things caused by menopause. Ginseng and maca for erectile dysfunction. Now, we have at our office, we have a men's hormone support and a woman's hormone support supplements. And what they are is DHEA. 
The way the body works is the adrenal glands produce pregnenolone. Pregnenolone becomes DHEA, and then DHEA becomes your sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. If you're under stress, instead of the DHEA becoming sex hormones, the DHEA now becomes cortisol. So we have a test in our office. We can do a saliva test and test your cortisol levels. We can also do blood work. And we can measure your hormone levels and then determine what we need to do to fix it. If the cortisol is really high, many times we have to figure out what stress are you under that's causing the cortisol to be high, using up the DHEA so it's not there to produce the sex hormones. And by giving you men's hormone support and women's hormone support, it works wonders to give your body the DHEA that it needs. You're either not producing enough or you're using it up. So that's one of the recommendations we have. That's on the website, drjoe.com. But what I would suggest is you can do that, but also let's do either a saliva test or a micronutrient blood test, and let's find out where your problems are coming from. Now, the micronutrient blood test, a little more expensive, but a little more in-depth, we can find out what specific nutrients you're missing. So not just for hormones, I recommend everybody get a micronutrient test to find out what you're deficient in. Then we also can do uh, an extra addition to that test, and do a hormone test, a hormone panel it's called, and find out what you're lacking. And then once we have that information, we can look at your lifestyle, look at supplements, and try to approach it from a less invasive way. Now, if we have to go more invasive, we can get you to an endocrinologist, absolutely. I was at a party the other day, and an endocrinologist came up to me and she said, Dr. Joe, I'm an endocrinologist. And she introduced herself. She said, I've been in practice for what, 20, 30 years, whatever it was. She says, every time I listen to your show, I learn something new. She goes, this is what I do for a living. She goes, I love your show. Don't ever stop doing it. My patients and I all appreciate what you're doing. So it's really exciting when doctors can listen to this, even in their field, and they don't look at some of the other things that we look at. They don't look at lifestyle. They don't look at nutrition in most cases. And when we add this to their repertoire of treatment, who wins? You. You're the patient. You're the one who wins the most. So that's what's so nice that the doctors now are coming together to get the patient well as opposed to fighting each other. And I believe this show is a big player in that, which is really great. So the men's uh, hormone support, women's hormone support is great. We also have an estrogen balancing supplement. Now that's good, it's dim, methane, and diendolmethane prevents testosterone from turning into estrogen. So for men, it's usually great, um, but for women, we gotta be careful, because sometimes as, as you go through menopause, you might not have enough estrogen, and the estrogen levels drop. So, when it comes to the hormone, the, uh, uh, estrogen balancing hormone, I wouldn't recommend women in menopause use it unless you talk to us first. But the other two, the DHEA, I've never had a problem with anyone using it. And in most cases, they're very happy with the results because it gives them the raw materials to get their body working. Because if I give you an exogenous or an outside hormone, your, your pituitary gland is going to look at that and say, okay, I've got plenty of adrenaline. I've got plenty of estrogen, testosterone. I don't have to make any more. But if I give you the raw materials, now your body has to make its own. So I'm teaching you to fish as opposed to giving you a fish, as that analogy goes. And sometimes you need it. I'm not saying don't take it if you don't need it. But if I can get your own glands working properly, like for women, it's the ovaries and the adrenals. For men, it's the testicles and the adrenals. Let's feed those organs so that they can produce their own. And if it works, great. If it doesn't work, we can always go to the next step. But it's a very inexpensive way to get the body hopefully functioning normally and with a lot less side effects. In fact, I don't know of any side effects. So nearly everyone experiences at least one or two periods of hormonal imbalances. In it. Oh, by the way, those supplements, they're on our website, drjoe.com. And you could also order the blood test there too. If you call the office, we can get the blood test set up for you. And even if you're not within our, in the Atlanta area where we are, 
uh, you can come get it. If not, we can always ship you the kit and you can get the blood work drawn and then they send the results back to us. So all the supplements we talk about, uh, the website is there 24 hours a day. We have over a thousand hours of podcasts on the website. Uh, minimum, minimum supplements you should be taking every day are Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. All of that's on the website, drjoe.com. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app.